Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. I lean hell, bay dropping jewels every day. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. I lean hell, bay dropping jewels every day. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the universe. Wow, I didn't know that. 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 So tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew with watch us talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for gods. No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace.
Hey, Washita East. This is Brother Fahim R. L. Filling in for Dr. Alim L. Bay for tonight. And our topic tonight would be the play on words, dealing with certain words that we use, uh, dealing with nationality and birthright and identity of who we are. And the confusion, to clear up a certain confusion of who we are, or what we want to call ourselves, uh, especially when we become conscious or cognizant, as some people say, and uh, uh, being aware of things of who we are, you know, our identity, and what is the difference, or what is, uh, or there is no difference and some of the words and the verbiage we use when dealing with our identity. First, I want to touch on the things about uh, what happened lately dealing with the Orlando massacre. I know most of you heard about that. Uh, 49 people were dead out of that massacre. Uh, They said it was a gay club and a certain... uh, 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 man was uh, had a uh, what you call a Muslim name, a Muslim name. Uh, he was uh, responsible for those slayings. And uh, what I believe personally is that he was another mind control mole, another Manchurian candidate. Because how do people um, become mass murderers overnight? You know, all of a sudden they're these. Um, 
happy-go-lucky, you know, easy-to-get-along people, then all of a the sudden they become mass murderers, you know. Uh, some people need to think about that, you know, give a little validation on that, you know, kind of investigate on that, you know, as dealing with that, you know, these kind of cases, the Columbine incidents, you know, uh, and so forth. So, all right. Okay, then I'm going to read, uh, before I get on the topic, I'm going to read something here from a book called A History of the African Omics. Where our page here is page 74. Let's start with 73 uh, and 74. Okay? Bear with me here. It says here, apart from all evidence, uh, apart from all the evidence, which clearly shows that there was an ancient African presence in the Americas, trade between the American so-called Indians and West African and settlement in the Americas by Africans who contributed contributed to the building of the very first civilizations in the Americas. Many anthropologists believe that some of the prehistoric and most ancient inhabitants of the Americas were of African origin, which finds as the Picos River skulls still inconclusive as to their origins. The presence of such as the Washita Nation, who once owned parts of Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Mississippi, the so-called Black Californians of Queen Calafia fame, who were the Aboriginal, Aboriginal meaning the first original people. As you can go to the uh, Chambers uh, Etymology Dictionary, it will tell you as such, Ab meaning the very first. Original means the original people, the very first original people. And indigenous meaning people that are natural to the land. It says the aboriginal and indigenous so-called black people population of California and the southwest, the Garifunas, uh, Moors, Car- Caribbean Moors of Central America and the Caribbean region, clearly makes a factual makes it factual that the Americas was populated extensively by Moors, and their lands were not only stolen from them, but they were made slaves based on the edict of a religious leader, as well as a myth dealing with some curse on black people deliberately misinterpreted from the Christian Bible. Furthermore, the so-called blacks, the ancestors of the uh, so-called African-Americans, West Indian, Caribbean blacks, and the so-called blacks of all the Americas are part of the worldwide spread and settlement of so-called blacks in ancient times. These so-called blacks, like those of the southern China, India, the Philippines, Indonesia, and the South Pacific, Melanesia, Africa, and the world over all parts of the same family, blood relation. I just want to put that out there before I start on the on our main topic. I'll just uh, get off the uh, Beverly D. show and uh, Brother uh, Abdullah L. Talib Mosi Bay, 
was a guest host on that show, and he was dealing with the etymological words and dealing with uh, which I'm going to deal with that same on the Tonight Show on the a Blog Talk Show, the First World Order Show. Ain't that something? Because I had that. Me and Eileen talked about that about a couple of hours ago, of doing the fact that exact very same thing, you know. Now I was told to, uh, and uh, Brother Abdullah called me about uh, two hours before that to tune in on the on the station, you know, to listen to the Beverly D show. And so I'm so it was. Uh, I don't know, but those of you who uh, believe in coincidences or anything, you know, well. Uh, I guess maybe that that's supposed to be uh, maybe that's that's a that's a what you call a sign or something to wake our people up even more as dealing with certain words, the etymology of words, and the meaning of them. What is the difference and what is not the difference? This is what the topic is tonight. You know, to clear up the meaning of words, the sound shift of words. Where the origin of words or where they come from, you know, the original words, which is dealing with etymology. So, um, I'm gonna I'm look read a little bit here from uh, the first uh, Dr. Eileen's book, The First World Order. Okay. Okay. Here it is. The Washita Nation of Moors, M U U R S, a historical synopsis. Says here, Peru, go. Has in parentheses, Isabella, now Cuba, USA, Canada, Alaska, are Europeans' inventions. which comprises the land of the cultured Moors. The descendants from the ancient Amuru nation, the Amuru Washitas slash Moors, capital M-U-U-R-S. This is the ancient term, the ancient term for Moors, for M-O-O-R-S. And the other ancient name is Moabite. Okay, let me continue. The fathers of the civilization began on the great island empire of Mu, Lemuria, or Lemura, which is actually, actually the name is Elmuria. As Dr. Alim explained in one blog talk show, they tried to throw us off by saying Lemuria, but actually it's Elmuria. Okay. So when about 8,000 years ago, a natural catastrophe overwhelmed that ancient motherland. Some to its survivors made their way to what has since become known as North, Central, and South America. The Washita Nation of Moors, or an indigenous people of North America, the Washita, which known as the Olmec, have been originally associated with the Washita. According, according, accordingly, the Washita has been the primary group 
of a more general population of indigenous peoples identified in history as Amuru, or Amuru, the Moors. <coughs> known to the Spanish and the French, the Washita have come to be known to the English as Adina, Hopewellan, people identified with Punic Iberian affinity, maintaining an Andalusian Carthaginian heritage. As such, the Washita has been associated with the Eastern Algonquin Native Americans, having acquired an ancient Egyptian as well as Punic script and vocabulary as they had appeared in the epigraphic record of North America. This was written by Professor Ravana Bay. Says here, moreover, Amarika, A M A R U K A. Amaruka is derived from Amun Raka. Let me repeat this again. I can show you the sound shift of words. The sound, so here comes the sound shift now. Okay. Moreover, Amaruka is derived from Amun Ra. Ka, Amun, Ra, Ka. In ancient America, in ancient America, the term Ka or Ika in the language of the Inca or Peru means raised land, mountain, highland. The term Amaru means plumbed, feathered, feathered serpent. Says here, moreover, Amaru is derived, like I say, is derived. From the Amun Raka, the term Amaru means, again, plum, featherhead, serpent. Okay. The ancient title Amaruka means land, Ka, of the plum serpent. Amaru, the text, this was borrowed by the migrants from Asia, who settled in America, who now er erroneously call themselves Native Americans. All over over Afra, the serpent with his tail in his mouth, called the Ouroboros, is the symbol of the creator Kundalini Shiva, creatress Kundalini Shakti, and very often associated with the rainbow. This rainbow serpent can be found in the Fan U Vudan as Do and Aida, Wado and Yoruba, all more science. There's no difference. I had a brother tell me that Yoruba uh, wasn't more science. Yes, it is. In every mystic or mystery system, uh, I don't care what you call it, every so-called religious group, uh, Hebrewism, Judaism, Christianity—they are the, all of it is more science, right on the, on the surface. Okay. <clears throat> now I want to move along here. Okay, here. 
have here chapter one, an account of the word more, capital M O O R, and capital M A U R. The term more has the ancient root of M R, founded in the old Moriah or Tamarian or Maru or Al Maruka, i.e., the old Moorish language of what has come to be known as Egyptian, Hebrew, and America languages, respectively. The scholastic word Kemet has come to mean black land or, or black people's land is not the ancient word for Egypt. The ancient hieroglyphic clearly shows that the proper term is tamar, Tamari or T apostrophe MR, sort of an acronym, or Patamari, the ancient land of Egypt. You can, you can read the book with A.E. Wallace, Wallace Budge uh, on the Egyptian Hieroglyphic Dictionary. Okay? The Moors or the land of the Moors is the, is the hidden and true nationality of the real ancient Egyptians. The word Kemet is geographically named where the praise where the black dirt settled or Muhammad or who is praiseworthy or those who are raised up out of and in the darkness or blackness parentheses ignorance the root word MR an, abbrevi- an abbreviation for Mr. or Master comes from the old Moorish language or letters O-M-L or M-Y-M Ra, Mimra manifestation of enlightenment or the sperm of God. Mimra or God manifesting is another name for A-S-R in the Old Testament. A-S-R is the mysterious unpronounceable name of the land who Moses talked with and not Jehovah or Yahweh. I am Asar or Osiris. I am see the Torah by Union of, of America's Hebrew congregation. Okay, that's just a reference. Okay. It says here the word more Maru, or M-A-R-U, is the actual word from the petroglyph on Mount Moriah, or Moriah, M-O-O-R-I-A-H. Moors are the land of the lords of Jehovah. Yahweh is Moorish for scholarly word Hebrew. Okay, The language of the Hebrews is the national language of the Canaanites, biblically referred to as Scan, or the land of Canaan, is the geographic title, but not the national title. The Canaanites called themselves Mortus. Therefore, the language dialect, the Hebrew, is actually dialectically language of the Moor. The word Amaruka. Amaruka is the origin of the modern term America. That has absolutely nothing to do with the made-up 
personage historically called Amerigo Vespucci. Okay, I'm going to repeat this again. Let me repeat this again, boys. The word Amaru, A-M-A-R-U-K-A, Amaruka, or Hamarika, or H-A-M-O-O-R-I-C-A. That's in parentheses. The word Amaruka is the origin of the modern term America. That has absolutely, that's, that, that has happened, that has, that has absolutely nothing to do with the made-up personage historically called Amerigo Vespucci, nor did Cristobal Colon, or what they say, or known as Christopher, Christopher Columbus, discover America or actually exist. Let me repeat this again also. Nor did Christopher Colon uh, Christopher Columbus, discoverer of America, actually existed. The term America is far older than the 15th century. In the Time magazine, they probably they produced a copy of the oldest stone map of North America. The article stated that this ancient Libyan Arabic script, the 1st century B.C., and in the center of the continent, Nevada is the word MR acronym or a say uh uh acronym for more and possibly being the origin of the word America. Barry Fell, Emeritus Professor at Harvard University and author of Saga America Time book states that the America probably has nothing to do with America Vespucci. Also, you can see the book of ISIS unveiled for, for more info on the subject. Dr. Fell indicates several pre-Columbian cultures in the United States West, finding rich evidence of the early Arabic or the so-called English law or English common law is the exoteric public name for the esoteric scholarly term, Muslim customary law, the esoteric, esoterically known as only to the select and limited elite. Term Muslim law, herein used, has very little, if at all, to do with Islamic law of the Quran coming out of, out of, out of, out of Arabia. The law of, of nations is a divine law of haq and is in no way religious or for religious come and go, but truth. It is what and shall last forever. The term Muslim refers to Moors, M-O-R-S or M-O-R-E-S, and not Muslims. The word Moor, M-O-R or M-O-O-R, is more than a Moors or dark-skinned, spira-haired person. This word Muslim Moor is originally rooted in the Maru Hebrew, not to be confused with the Yiddish Hebrew of the Ashkenazi or Khazaria, passed off as a biblical Hebrew and has some poetic meanings of brilliant or brilliance, brightness and even light of the world. It's more M O O R E, anatomically meaning is to is to advance 
and consciousness and conduct ought to be more than the masses. A true Muslim or more is born and is not a matter of skin, color of race association. The law of nations are reordained and reestablished by the amalgamated Moors about 13,000 years ago. What is nations? You know, I had a, uh, as I was on the Beverly D show earlier, and uh, I was a, one of the callers in on the show. And uh, Brother Abdullah Bey asked me a question, you know, and uh, to put in some input, you know. Uh, so I put in some input on dealing with etymology of words. And I told him about this experience I have with these two sisters on the bus, or two people on the bus. Uh, I'm not going to get their names. Uh, one was a bus driver and one was a passenger. And a brother was asking me about the inscriptions on my shirts. I had the uh, Moorish national flag. I had the uh, continental flag, what some people may call the Bunker Hill flag. And I had the uh, America of Commerce, I mean the flag of commerce, which is what most people think or call the United States flag, misnomer, okay? And uh, I had the words as dealing with uh, we are the Washita, Didamandia Moor, Nation Empire, are the first Aboriginal indigenous people in the Americas. Caught his eye, and he pointed to the sister. He said, "Look at that. We are the first inhabitants of America." Then the sister said, "I'm not an American." I said, "You're not an American?" She said, "No." I said, "Well, kind of, kind of like, kind of set up, really." I said, "Well, you must be a Moroccan then." She says, "Yes, I'm a Moroccan." She really didn't know that Morocco and America are one and the same. She really didn't know that. And the other lady agreed with her. You know, I was trying to tell her, the bus drivers, I tried to tell her, here you are an American. She said, no, I'm a Moroccan. They really think that Morocco and America are two different terms, and they are not. It's just the sound shift in the words. Like Amu, like Amaruka. Like I just read to you just a second ago, a Maruka, they just sound shift of words, or Morocco, or Al Morocco, the Al Morocks. They are all one and the same. People need to get the understanding of that. If you say you're Moroccan, you say you're an American. That's why we say that Europeans cannot be Americans because they are not aboriginal or indigenous to this land. They are not. We have to be bloodline to the aboriginal indigenous people of the Americas to be called an American. Or that we want to be uh, be known as an American. Which Europeans are not. This is nothing bias against them, none of that. This is just truth speaking. This is truth talking. 
uh, they are the sons and daughters of Germany, Poland, Russia, Italy, Spain, France. And you might as well say, actually, uh, the people in Spain are actually Europeans because so much about blood is in them. You might as well just call them Tony Moors. Actually. But the people here, the so-called, what they call white people, so-called, because they are not white. That's a status. That's a generic term, not an identity of any group of people in the human family. Which is the reason why they choose that term, because it means God, ruler of the land. That's the reason why they choose that term, or that generic term. White. They are daughters of England, Ireland, France, Germany, Belgium, Luxembourg, Holland, Poland, Russia, Lithuania. That's who they are, the sons and daughters of these countries. They are descendants of these countries. They are European daughters and sons. They are descendants of Europe. Okay? Just want to put that out there. I wish I had a... uh, a lot of people can call in, but I can't because I don't have a uh, the type of machine that I can have nothing I can use for that. So, so I give you my apology. You know, I guess uh, after the show, a lot of you may can call in on uh, at these numbers: uh, telephone number uh, three three six four. No, no nine nine one zero. Three six four nine zero nine 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 one zero three six four nine zero nine nine, or you can call three one four six four 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 two five three one four six four 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 two five after the show. Okay, that'd be after the show. Like I said, I don't have a keyboard where I can. Uh, uh, punch a lot of people in, so they'll just be talking. All right, so bear with me. Okay, it says here the family of nations up until 1914 was headed by Ismanji Bay, Ismanji Bay Empire, aka Ottoman Empire. That was the last Moorish empire that fell in the early 1920s after the turn of the century. This is what this is why the celebration uh, of Thanksgiving, but the Thanksgiving turkey came into play. Because at that time, Turkey was part of the Ottoman Empire, and the ancient Turks were Moors. Because the original feast for Thanksgiving was a deer. And the original Thanksgiving holiday was started by a boar, the first president of the United States, which is John Henson. 
to commemorate the Moors, the Moors' participation and the uh, contributions made to the revolution. Believe it or not, but they thought that uh, the, they thought that the first uh, United uh, the U.S. Post Office and so on. I know some of you heard uh, me mentioning that in another uh, blog talk blog talk lecture that I gave a while back. So I'm just repeating that those who haven't heard this before. Okay, let me get back to this. Ottoman, the Ottoman Empire that extended to the American continent ruled by the Aboriginal and sovereign people called Lilinapi, that is, we the people. We established the United States of Monaco, also pronounced Morocco, Moroccan, Moroccan Empire, in the family of nations, consisted of a three-league government, erroneously called Iroquois, Algonquin, and Suxan. Read this, I'm going to read this over again. The Monacan, Moroccan Empire, in the family of nations, consisted of a three-league government, erroneously, erroneously mean wrongly, called Iraq, uh, Iraq, the Iroquois, the Iroquois, the Algonquin, and the Suxan, and 17 independent Republican states with thousands of counties, towns, and even village cities. The phrase family of nations is codified, and in Black's Law Dictionary, 7th edition, its definition is a word of art form constructed to confuse or misguided the average uh, unlearned reader. The phrase family of nations is also mentioned in the Black Law Dictionary, the 4th and 6th editions, within the definition of the United States. This term has several meanings. It may be merely uh, completed or holy, the name of a sovereign occupying the position analog to that of other sovereigns in the family of nations. Okay. We have the Constitution of the Empire Washington Dita Damandia. This is to show you that and this is very authentic. This is to show you that we had a written constitution thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years long before the European had set foot on these shores. And not and it does not belong to a so called white man, as some people say. So called white people do not invent the constitution, do not create the constitution. The constitution is, is the law of the Moors here in the Americas that we shared with them. 
as a contract cannot do. The sad thing about it, most of us don't stand up to it, to invoke it. Okay? It says here, We, the original people of the land, sometimes called Aborigines and Indigenous, three colons, recognize that we are, are the Choctaw Washita, the ancient ones and remnants thereof, who now come together to bind ourselves together in love, to govern ourselves under divine love, under this great constitution of love for God and all of his creation, above and below, respectively, internationally. Okay, here we go. Declarations. We declare ourselves in our land to be a sovereign nation, imperial in the divine rights from our Creator who set us here to rule ourselves from the Alleghany Mountains to the Rocky Mountains and from Canada to the Gulf of Mexico, including East and West, Florida's being created free and born, free and separate from all other nations. We are herein declare ourselves independent on our own native land, the Choctaw, Choctaw meaning brown and tar-colored Washita, de Damandia, mound-building nation in the Afmurican called America. Afmurican, A-F-M-U-U-R-I-K-A-N, called America. That's another, this is what I call another sound shift in words, but they both mean the same thing. Afro-American and America both are synonymous terms. They are one and the same. Okay, let me move on here. It says here, Article 1. We herein hereby form our government. To govern ourselves and the form of government, to rule our people, imperial, as it was, as it shall be from now on to, to eternity, with our God to protect us with his wind, his air, his water, and his fire by his spirit as he chooses. Section 1. Respecting a common moral decorum. decorum. No profanity, no lying, no stealing, no marauding, no hating, no covetousness, no vow, no adultery, no desecrating holy places, and no desecrating places of government. Section 2, recognizing that there is no separation between God and our government, as above, as below, and so it is. Article 2. Love shall prevail over all of the law, and shall be our law, imperial. Section 1. Our loving empire has an empress whose bloodline is that imperial bloodline, whether married or single. Let me read this again. Let me read this again. Section 1 of Article 2. Our loving empire has an empress whose bloodline is that imperial bloodline, 
whether married or single. See, they don't talk about any type of marital uh, marital uh, marital status. They don't talk about that. So that's not a qualification. Okay, let me move on. From high to earth, below as a creative mother over her household, with love for all by the love of her creator, she shall rule with her people by her side. So that shows you that it is under a matriarchal rule and not patriarchal. I know a lot of people, especially brothers, have a hard time dealing with that. But hard, but a hard time dealing with that as it is. Uh, it is a hard truth. All right. Section two: the people are imperial, likewise with dignity and respect for the Creator, and all of the heavens above and the earth below, including the water, air, and natural forces, and for our imperial family and families, and as extended now and in the future. Article 3, we recognize all nations as being holy, created by God, unless they have chemically created themselves, and this would be an abomination to us and before to our Creator, yet we forgive and love and respect all. Section 1, we forgive, we forgive sin against man, beasts, fowls of the earth, and fowls of the air, and the fishes in the water, and the insects, and creeping things, but not sin against God and his spiritual forces. Section 2. The law is natural and common, true and for all in like manner. Section 3. Our love covers a multitude of faults, even sin after, the, after one repents, then one is accepted. Wholeheartedly. Article 4. There shall be a holy adept, counsel to the imperial seat for wisdom, ensured by law, decree, and judgment, and shall be ordered, and the same shall be ordained, same as the Templar counsel for the empire and. Section 1. They shall bring any findings to the imperial throne for judgment and the imperial decree, and this is done in love. Section 2, all shall recognize this imperial council and the empire judge who shall give the verdict and all deliberations. Such deliberations cannot be removed except by the empress herself. Section 3, all appeals must first come before the imperial judge, then before the holy adept council, before appearing before the imperial throne, and after, after which there shall be no further appeal. Section 4, each province shall have a sub-council, provincial. This sub-council shall rule over local matters, same as above, so below, wherein citizens shall appear before a provincial shaman. Now, 3, shall call Sheik, who has the Sharif powers in the lower provinces, and begin to bring all matters to the Imperial Adept Council to go before such judgment as per the law of love. Article 5, monetary matters are pecuniary affairs of the empire, and it shall have a treasury, a bank, a secretary, and as many under officials as there may be needed, and there 
shall operate strictly under the imperial eye of the throne and the holy adept council recognizing a supreme almighty and holy God as supreme in honesty, trust and true love and obedience to God and the empire and the imperial bloodlines and the imperial family and the families is as it is said it will be by an extension of families of the nations says so here note his 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 is metaphorically and not gender okay that's a note okay we move on Okay, now we're back to dealing with words, the sound shifting of words and the etymology of words, okay? Okay. This land is never a part of the United States of America. Okay, let me repeat, repeat this again. This land has never been a part of the United States of America. Is this the same land that Abraham... Lincoln speak of returning to the Moors after slavery? Yes. He called it the Egypt of the West and or Central America, the land between the Rockies and the Allegheny Mountains from the Gulf of Mexico up into Canada and on both sides of the Mississippi. Noble Duvali stated, the Moors are living up and down the Mississippi River before the European man came here to northwest of Mexico, Africa, later to, be, later, to be, later to be named America. Because this was one great landmass at one time. It was known as Pangaea before the Great Drift or the Great Split. That's why some people say we were already always here on hundreds of thousands of years or even some, some dated back to two billion years ago, long before any European has set shores on these lands. But you know, we all spread it from Africa. Africa's the birthplace, so we all spread it all over the world, which was Asia at one time. Okay, let me go on here. The Louisiana proper, so-called Louisiana Purchase, consists of what states Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Minnesota, Nebraska, Colorado, Kansas, Iowa, Missouri, or some people may say Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama, Utah, New Mexico, and portions of even the so-called 13 colonies or the origin of 13 states up into Canada. The Washita governs 15 million acres. They are uh, going back to Missouri. A lot of people don't know that the actual name of Missouri is Missouri. Those of you that are listening to this in, in the St. Louis, Missouri territory, uh, to the show, I just want to drop that on y'all. If uh, y'all listening, okay? Or you can look it up. Look it up in the book called The Ancient Ones. Okay. Says here in the video, The Moorish Paradigm by Hakeem H.Y. Bay states, 
and Nexus Magazine, The History of Banking. It reads that there is a human cry in the newspapers of the Northeast Banking interest to execute the president of the bank with the Confederate States of America in the South. For two years, the president of the, the South was kept in a dark and wet cold cell in the side of the urban fortress of Monroe, Louisiana. He was all ill and broken man when he when he was put there. He should have died. He was expected to die. When it is apparent that, that there was no way that that ravaged and occupied South was ruled by, well, they say blacks, but I, I, will, I will say Moors. Ruled by Moors could ever revolt. He was released. Because I wanted to read that part, that section of this book, because still a lot of us don't know that the South at one time was ruled by Moors or by Asiatic people, so-called black people. A lot of them hard to fathom that. It's hard for a lot of people to fathom that or to believe that. But it's true. We had a lot of land down there. That's why a lot of us, uh, not a lot of but more of us, had fought in the Confederate Army. A lot of those brothers that fought in the Confederate Army were free Moors, not slaves. All of our people were not slaves in the South. Okay, let me move it on here. Bear with me here. Okay. Tell you the meaning of some of these words here that I've been reading off to you. Now we have here called the Empress Vidyachi Tiawa Washita Turner Tunica Gostum El Bay. The Empress Princess of Washita or Wachit or Wachita. These are these are sound shift of words. The U A T C H I T. And the U T C H E T A. These are shifter words. To emulate this principle, goddess, the netter, enlightenment, meaning endarkment of the seat of light, serpentine fire, kundalini of, at the crown chakra, terror, the empress, princess, the masculine counterpart of Washita, Wachit, or Uranus. Another form of ray. Therefore, watch it is another term of rat, rat, 
as another t- form of Aset. But on, which is Marie. Marie becomes Mary, as in the Bi- Holy Bible. Note, Mary, M-E-R-I, and Mare. M-E-R also means light. When you think about it, when you pronounce the word America, Amer. Okay? She is the mother Naga, meaning serpent. The mother serpent that is the head of the ancient mysteries. Thus, since the Pope is actually worshiping her. Thus, I'm going to say it again, thus in a sense, the Pope is actually worshiping her. Her Highness, the Empress sent two particular letters, one to the Vatican stating that the various edicts as long or no longer has any bearing and that we have returned as the rightful heirs of North America. The other letter was sent to the Mormons. The Mormons wrote back acknowledging the Empress over them. You read it? Read it again. The other letter was sent to the Mormons. The Mormons wrote back acknowledging the Empress over them. I want I want I once had the letters, but they have now been stolen and possibly destroyed. Hmm. There's something. Okay, let me get back to the words here. Okay, Africa and the Discovery of America by Leo Weiner. When Columbus wanted to address the kings of the West Indies, by, by he sent interpreters who spoke Hebrew, Arabic, and Chaldean because the rulers in the West Indies were Moors. In the same paragraph, it mentions Kipango, which was mentioned in the Vatican document as Espanso. This shows that the previous Vatican document was in the possession of Columbus and was instrumental in in his getting the necessary finance. Thus he was not no he was not really lost. He was following in the footsteps or should I say in the wake of the Moors. He called the people Indian because of that time India was called Eastern Ethiopians. And Queen of Sheba, or you may say Hatchesfoot, was an Egyptian or Ethiopian queen. Ethiopia is the world's oldest Christian country, adhering to Karas An, not the perverted Christianity now, but now esoterically means the soul be released from the body. And for nearly 2,000 years, and over 3,000 years before the, established, the established, before the establishment of Christendom in the Roman Catholic Church, or you could say Coptic Church, as heretical Gnostic tradition which originated in Syria and proliferated in the early centuries A.D. through Clemens Alexandria School in Egypt, the first, 
number one letter history associates the Coptic Church with Judaism, euphemistically called Celtic or Christianity. Okay, let me move along here. Now, I hope I get everybody understood on the word Morocco and American. You know, a lot of people give the American to the European, that it's a European creation. No, as I explained earlier, and the books explained earlier to you also, that the Europeans have nothing to do with the creation of the word America. Neither do Amerigo Vespucci. Some even claim that this man didn't even exist. That was the Europeans that put out that paradigm, which was a false paradigm. Like it says in Barry Fell's book in uh, America B.C., he said America goes back to ancient times. It has very deep ancient roots. It's just like I said, shift a sound shift in words. Says here, the leading fig the leading figure openly, we know about the sad the sad black pope in the world is the Pope, President, Prime Minister, and etc. Bow down to him, kiss his ring, and call him Father, says in Time Magazine, June 11, 1979, reported on Pope Paul's II visit to Czechoslovakia, Holy Shrine, which predominantly displays the lady known for centuries as the Black Madonna, the Mother of God, or the Queen of Heaven, According to my research, the name Africa is the Latinized version of the Arabic Ifriqiya, which originally means Queen of Heaven. I'm going to say this again. Dr. Alim says, according to his research, the name of Africa is the Latinized, the Latinized version of the Arabic Ifriqiya. I-F-R-I-Q, originally means Queen of Heaven. This was the original name of Tunisia, uh, Tunica. That's another word for Tunica, Tunisia. Some of you that don't know it, Tunisia is in northwest Africa. Which is what they call Tunica, which is they call Turner today. Because it would tell you that Turner is not actually an English word. Neither is Washington. The Washington comes from the word uh, born out of the word Washita. So Washington is not an English word. It has deep ancient origins. And so does Turner. Okay. The northernmost country on the African continent and its corresponds to the constellation uh, Cassiopeia, which, which translates Queen of Ethiopia. The northernmost uh, constellation of the heavens 
and Bible and the Bible Myth by T.W. Down, the both a chapter and the worship of the Virgin Mother, where he candidly states, the whole secret of the fact of the early representations of the Virgin Mary and Jesus, so-called being black, crowned, covered with jewels, is that they are of pre-Christian origin. They are Isis and Haru, baptized anew. In Freemasonry, the black Madonna and child symbolizes the widow's son or sons of the widow. Or you can say Hiram, Haru, Hiram, widow's son. You see that some people state that Hiram Rebirth is not in the Bible. Hiram Rebirth is very much in the Bible. Look for the word in Kings, in the first book, book of Kings, where it says his father. His father meaning Abif. Hiram meaning widow's son, or son of a widow, in the Bible. And that's the cold word for Hiram Abif. If you really study your masonry, you'll find it. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> you take that word. Go back to the words here. It says, Asaru's latest incarnations is in his son, Usa Haru Karas, which is another form, Ta-Ra. Asaru Pita is the god of Freemasonry and the world and the world religions. Religions. He is Joshua, Israel, Peter, Pita, Puta or Pita or Buddhism and the Huru Master or the the Zoroastrians. Therefore, it is true that the world worship acknowledgement the same one supreme deity the higher self or the divine self. The Catholic claims that Simon Peter was the founder of popery. However, Peter is an allegory like everyone else in the Bible. Peter, Peter is an allegory and never actually existed. None of them did. Moses, Abraham, there was no Moses, there was no Abraham. Peter, the Jew, is Peter Ray, or the father of all gods. You know, you notice, and even in the uh, uh, Academy Awards, you look at the Academy. I look at the Oscar of the Academy Awards. It's derived from the Kamatian Empire image of Pita, another name of Asaru, Asaru, Asar, Asaru. Therefore, it is only the only in this regard that Simon Peter was the founder of the popery. In fact, Simon, Simon, Simon. It's another name for the God of Wisdom, Tehuti, Juhuti. The Kamatian Egyptian word Abba became in Latin Pope, Pop, Papa, Baba. Because in some, in the, some of uh, the uh, created, Arabic created uh, language for African languages, which is not, a lot of people don't know that uh, Swahili is not organic in Africa. 
That's not an organic language. It was created by the Arabs, uh, some say uh, by Europeans, so they can communicate with different tribes in Africa. I mean, if you want to learn Swahili, fine, you know, but it's not organic language of Africa, of any country in Africa, of any of their languages. But if you notice, some have referred to in that language as Baba. Folk meaning Papa or Poppy. As you hear some uh, Latin or Mexican people refer to their fathers as. They said Pop, said Pop, Pope, Pop, Baba, meaning father. And the English word Fater is derived from the Kamatian or Egyptian word Pitare, opener of the way. The Greek words Egypt and Ethiopia, which means burnt face. Egypt and Ethiopia were both derived from the Greek word Egyptos, which was in turn derived from Hikapita, which means the spirit of the opener. Hika Pita becomes the name of Memphis, the first capital of ancient Egypt. And you can hear about, you do know about Memphis, Tennessee. That's not a coincidence. Okay? Believe it or not. Like Alabama, Alabama, the Alamo. Allah more. Okay. The Coptic or Ethiopian Pope lies in the authentic popery with the Catholic Church popery. It's not for it is a mere imitation. The Coptic Orthodox Christianity Christianity is the indigenous form of Christianity that according to tradition to, to, to tradition the Apostle Mark. Note, Mark is actually Ariel's Tiso, established in Kamat or Kamaat in Egypt, the middle of the first century, 42 A.D. The Coptic Church, full name Mashik or Makit or Makite, which means royal as well as angel. Compare Hebrew Malek and Arabic Malik. The imperial, since the Melkite or Melkite patriarch no longer had the popular support in Kamaat, Egypt was one might expect that the Arab conquest in 640 would have ended the line, but it didn't. Both patriarchies continued down to the present. Indeed, there were no less than four patriarchs of Alexandria. These are dealing with again with the sound shipping of words. Moving along here.
So you see that uh, they have uh, we have to need a clear understanding of words. You know, dealing with the etymology of words, uh, which I suggest uh, for a lot of a lot of people to really get off into etymology. It is a worthwhile uh, study. Uh, so you can really understand yourself and really uh, know what your true identity is and to understand what your true identity is and define what it is. And, uh, just don't get this one book of uh, etymology. Get several other books, you know, preferably the most older ones. And any, any dictionary, the etymology dictionary or uh, any other type of dictionary, especially dealing with law, because the newer ones are the ones they mostly uh, edit out a lot of words because they found out a lot of our people begin to read and study nowadays. You know, so now they edited a lot of words out. But even today, I find it really uh, uh, mind-boggling that a lot of people, a lot of them still don't really read like they should. A lot of the understanding of certain things and all the and all the resources that we have dealing with the Internet, Facebook, and YouTube seem like we should be way, way more educated than our, than our, uh, uh, our foreparents were. But it seems like to me, I'm going to talk to a lot of our people, uh, that is not the case. So I can say there is no excuse, especially when somebody said they can't read. Especially in the law, it's no excuse. Okay, I'm going to go on the break for about, uh, say maybe about four or five minutes, and I will return. All right.
All right, all right, I'm back. Once again. All right. Back to the origins and uh, back to the, I'm going to read here somewhere it says, Conquistadors capturing Arawaks to take back to Spain. Africans and Native Americans by Jack D. Forbes. A book, a, a, a must book. I advise a lot of uh, brothers and sisters to get. You know, need that a part of your library. I say it again: Africans and Native Americans by Jack D. Forbes. Jack D. Forbes. Forbes. Spell F O R B E S. Jack D. Forbes. Forbes. Okay. All right. He says here he shows in the book the so-called Indians were then shipped to Spain and sold over 3,000 indigenous Moors, so-called Indians, were known to have been shipped to Europe from America between 1493 and 1501. Columbus, the Columbus expeditions, these so-called Native Americans or Indians were classified as Negroes and blacks in the slave in the slave books of Seville, Spain, and elsewhere. Because but the one thing you have to remember that uh a lot of uh so called Indians were called Negroes as well. Were called Negroes, believe it or not. To change the belief they've been mixed up a lot of our identities. You know, with a lot of Algonquin and so forth uh, identities, because here you have. Uh, uh, let me read this part. It said, did you notice that this, if this, uh, one of these so-called Indians had the name Ali, and all said Indians were classified as Negro once they reached Valencia? How would a so-called Red Indian in 1515 have the Arabic name, Ali. Hmm. Just think about it. I'm going to read that question again. How would a so-called Red Indian, a so-called Red Indian in 1515, have the Arabic name Ali, the greatest? It says here, read the diaries of Christopher Columbus, which states that he said his shipment meet a sad black emperor who greeted them off the coastal shores of West India, or Cuba, and his shipment and his uh, let me see and or Kaba who spoke Arabic, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Chaldean. They were Taino, Tay meaning land or nation, and Enos or Enos or Anas meaning the original people. People, the slaves sold on the slave markets were initially the branded black people from right here in the hemis in this hemisphere. As they took the land here, they stole, kidnapped the children, and raised them under Caucasian thinking and colonization. Now, kidnapping. 
dealing with the sound shift of words. Because, see, what you got to understand, how a lot of Europeans, thousands of hundreds of thousands of Europeans, became slaves of our ancestors as well. Because we enslaved a lot of European people. This is the most kept secret and doing what they call the transatlantic slave trade or whatever they want to call it. They were, but they, they would not let that out. They don't want that out, that we once enslaved them. And this is what you have here, uh, These the, what you call kidnap a lot of their people from Ireland, England, France, and all the parts, all other parts of Europe. They kidnapped them, kidnapped, K-I-D-N-A-B-B, kidnap, or what's called kidnapping. That's the word kidnap come from. It's from kidnapping the children and a lot of people, their families, all from all over Europe and shipping them across the Atlantic. And when they shipped them across the Atlantic, they ran into the Barbary uh, states, which they call America, which was controlled by Moors. See, they had to pay tribute to the Moors. They had to keep up those tribute payments. They didn't just cross the Atlantic unmolested like that, like they have in the history books. They cross the Atlantic with a lot of their uh, 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 so-called white slave brethren was kidnapped by their own European people and sold to our ancestors, believe it or not. <coughs> because at that time, they had no qualms about selling their own people to us, as we had no qualms about selling our people to them. It was vice versa. So I want a lot of people to still to get a clear understanding of that. This is so we won't keep on carrying that victim role that a lot of us are carrying. A lot of them ship a lot of their goods and other and their, and their slaves and other property across the Atlantic Ocean, and they had to pay tribute to the Moors. And sometimes the Moors would seize their ships anyway. <coughs> and when they sleeve them, when they couldn't pay the tribute, uh, to the Moors, the Moors would seize their ships and also their slaves. That's why you hear a lot of dealing with the shift of words, dealing with a lot of European families in this country naming name Moore, M O O R E, or Moors, M O R S E, Morton. M-O-R-T-O-N, Morrison, M-O-R-S-S, no, M-O-R-I-S-S-O-N or A-N, and so and so on. Morgan. This is why they, they carried more. These are more terms. Because they were once more slaves under the Moors. You see, it's just a shift of, of, it's just a sound shift of words. That's all it is. 
you see some of the European families are named Bay, B A Y, or Bay, B B I E G H, Beck, B E K, or Day, D A Y instead of in D E Y. Bay, B A Y instead of in B E Y. It's a sound shift of words. They're carrying a lot of our brands on them as well. Think about it. No. So I'm getting ready to sound off, my people. Uh, This is all I have for you tonight. And next Wednesday, uh, I hope we have more for you. I'm sure that we will. And uh, I want you to think on really hard what I just said to you tonight about the shifting of uh, the shift sound, the sound shifting of words, and study that. You know, uh, dealing with, uh, like you see a lot of European names like Alan, Alden, or Alden. You know, uh, Al is a Moorish Moorish, uh, title. Like El, Bay, Ali, and Day. It's just a shift. It's a sound shift in words. But these are their titles. And because they were once, her their uh, foreparents at one time was uh, were former slaves of Moors. That's why they have these names. They're not going to tell you that. But this is this is what's been happening. This is what had happened. Okay. All right. I'm giving you sound up. Like I said, uh, you have any questions? Just call area code nine one zero three six four nine zero nine nine, or you can call area code three one four six four 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 two five. All right. As I say to you all and to the rest of the human family, my wasama dukunda, meaning peace family, we're out.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.